All right, hey guys, this is uh, where I get to shine. This is what I do. Kickstarter says that I can do audio instead of a video, and it makes me very happy because I'm an audio guy. I'm an audio guy. I'm not a video. I don't have beautiful backgrounds and lights and stuff. Actually, I do have all that stuff. I have professional video equipment, but it's just filming myself for, for what we're doing here. That's not my thing. That's not my main mode. Sonic, that's what I am. So my name is Josh A. Slaughter. I am the writer and creator of the Last Day comic series. Uh, it sounds weird to say it that way because back in 2014, I created an audio drama. I sat down and I wrote a script over Christmas vacation. And I thought to myself, this would be really cool as an audio drama. And I was really into audio drama at the time. And I went online and I amassed a cast of about 40 people. I think it was about 40 people. And we did a five-episode audio drama and just gave it away online. It was a lot of fun. I felt like it was a great story. But I always intended the story to go further. And there's only so much that you can do in audio format. So that's what I want to do now. And that's what I get to tell you guys about. I'm writing a comic. Um, I've always wanted to do a comic. I mean, really, I wanted to do like an anime or something, but that just seemed way out of my reach. It seemed expensive. And uh, I said, you know, let me start with something I feel like I can handle. And having taken on the task of doing an audio drama, I said, now's the time to do a comic book. But there's only one problem. I can't draw. Like, <laughs> It's it's very unfortunate. When I was in high school, I could draw, but I couldn't draw as well as I need to in order to produce a professional level comic book. And that's really the challenge, isn't it? I mean, you see so many Kickstarters, you see so many people online and in these indie comic groups, and we have this stiff, kind of uh, unnatural posing and, and unfinished work. And it, and it tends to look bad. And then you have a person like me who gets a little bit of something good and I want to share it with the whole world. <laughs> it's just how, that's just how I am. But this is something that I'm passionate about. And so I sat down and I spent some time looking for artists. And I talked to artists online and I've been picking people's brains in Facebook groups and talking in these online channels and I even hired an artist to draw my characters for me. It's something called a turnaround. And that was an experience. That was a fun experience. <laughs> but eventually, I realized I had spent too much time talking. And it was time to start taking the next step. And so when I got my character turnarounds, the original artist that I was working with, um, I think he was going through something personal. And so I said, well, I will find an artist to just hire. And instead of building the personal relationship that I had built with this other artist, I would just find somebody that I could hire point blank uh, through a service. And that's what I did. And I found an artist that fit my budget. And I messaged her, told her what I wanted to do. She's like, yeah, I can do that. I sent her the script. She says, this is fine. And, and I ordered my first page. And I was so excited when I got the sketches back because I... I have a I, I do a podcast and I and I have supporters for my podcast and I sent it out to them and I was so excited and, hey guys look we got the sketch and people had donated to get the money together to, to do this first sketch 
well, they, they, they subscribed to the podcast and I told them that that money would be used for that. So that's what we did. We put up the website and we got some services and, you know, we spent the money in, in different areas, but it all went to producing this comic. And that's, that was where I got the money to hire the first artist. And so after I got my character turnarounds, um, I shared them and, and then I went and I, and I found this other artist and I ordered my page from her. And about 10 days later, I got a sketch, and I was so excited. And I and I said, hey, there's a couple things that need to change. She said, fine, yeah, that's cool. What do you think of this? She switched some stuff around very quickly. And within the hour, I saw the bare-bones framework of what was going to be my first comic page. It's indescribable feeling, especially since I can't draw. I mean, this part I can't emphasize enough. I, I used to think that I could draw pretty well. But when she sent me back her work, it blew me away. This was top-tier, professional-quality artwork. Uncompromising. And this is the direction that I want to go. So I got that finished page back, and I was like, this is it. This is, this is my vision. I see it coming to life. We're going to move forward with this. And now here we are. We're on the Kickstarter, and I am ready to order all of the pages. I have the script formatted. I've been combing through the script, trying to get it perfect. And and we're ready to move forward. So here's the challenge. I made a five-episode audio drama. And in the audio drama, there were some things that I left out that I wish I had recorded and written so this is my chance to write in those new scenes. Uh, in the in the audio drama, there are things that I couldn't do audibly and really convey to the to the listener, but in comic book format, I can show just how cool of a vision this story really is, and I can bring you along for the ride. And so, working with a new artist and having this new medium where I can bring all of these ideas lay them on the table, and fill in the blanks. We're writing a comic that isn't the first episode of five episodes. It's actually the first scene. The very first scenes in the first episode. And I don't know how many comics it takes to get through the first episode. We gotta get through those comics or those episodes, and then we're gonna expand the story to where I wanted it to be. And I can already see in my mind, there's just this expansive universe of stories that I want to tell. And it all starts here. And this is where you get to become a partner with me. Uh, by helping me with the initial seed for hiring the artist, for getting these pages done, and not skimping and compromising on the budget, not skimping and compromising on the price, I mean, I would love to have the security to give my artist the security so that she doesn't have to worry about multiple things going on in life. You know, maybe she can take some time off and focus on this project. I'm sure that would be good for her. And I know it would be good for me. And I don't want it to be a cult of personality or anything. I mean, this is a really good story that I believe is really going to change things. And I and I do have a story to tell. 
And so that's that's what I'm here to do. So I want to raise this. I want to raise this money. This initial seed for this Kickstarter campaign. We are going to produce artwork. We're going to be building a following on webtoons, and we're going to see where this goes over time, over the next couple of months. And then around August, we're going to start printing, and you'll start seeing those first physical copies of the comic book, and you'll start seeing people in real life saying, I got this. This is I just read this book. People who never heard of this story, people who never heard my voice will be able to pick up a comic book at a local shop, say, huh, what is that? And they'll they'll be able to delve into this world that I've created. And that's a beautiful thing. That's that's my dream. Um and I'm I'm just so excited. I, I, I'm, I, I would say I'm lost for words, except words is my life. This is what I do. So I'm glad I was able to do a brief audio introduction into the last day. I haven't told you about the plot even. I'm just telling you about all my emotions and the feel good. It feels good. Oh, it just how I feel. Okay, so let me tell you about the plot. <laughs> so, the last day is about two friends, Steve and Silas, who sneak into a full-dive VR arcade system. Um, if you're familiar with is- Isekai, it's a, it's a style of anime, manga, storytelling that means from another world or in another world. And these characters, they're transported into another world and then they become another person. And then they li- sometimes they live a dual life, the real life, and then they live the life of their character. Sometimes they're literally transported, like uh, the time I got reincarnated as a slime, you know. So there's different versions of the isekai genre. And I, w- I always thought that that was interesting, but for me, it goes beyond that. And it goes before that. For me, the stories that were told during the 90s, during the 80s, and even before that, when we were uh, looking at... The Matrix, when we were looking at The Lawnmower Man, uh, when we were looking at some of the earlier animes like Eight Man After, as violent as it can be, uh, Ghost in the Shell, you know, these are the things that influenced me growing up. And I always thought it would be so cool if you could transport your mind into a computer. But I really also thought that it would be even cooler if a human could use the powers of a computer in the real world. And that's much closer to the story that I tell with Steven Silas. So Silas goes into the VR and some things happen. And in the audio drama version, he comes out with these psychic powers that's, that quickly start to develop over a couple of episodes. And by the end of the last episode, he's he's able to do things on the computer and he's able to surf the web and he's hacking, but he's doing all these things with his mind in conjunction with the computer. And, you know, he can look through cameras around him and he can connect to connect to networks. And that's, that's a very interesting power set. I always thought, especially in our technological world. Um, I believe you would call it a technopath. And so Silas develops these powers over time. The problem And a little bit of conflict is that Silas is not a very responsible or resourceful person. 
he's not superhero material. He would love to be a hero. He would love to help people. He would love to go out and seek adventure and do great things. He's just not a great person. He's not a bad person. He's impulsive and he's silly and he makes mistakes frequently and he's kind of clumsy. He's funny and he's interesting and he has a good heart, but he's not a reliable person. Unfortunately for him, he's stuck with all of this responsibility of having these powers. Now his friend Steve is responsible and he is capable and competent. Steve is a genius. Steve builds machines. Steve is able to guide Silas on his journey. But Steve isn't the one who was granted this power. And so Steve now has to play the role in the relationship that Silas generally wrote, played. Silas was the supporting character, and now he has to support his friend. And he fits well in that role because he is capable and because he knows things, he's able to guide Silas. Silas, as silly as he may be, must quickly learn to become a better person if he wants to become the hero that he always wanted to be. And they live in a city that is a sci-fi dystopian city. It's kind of like a giant city surrounded by walls. There's a lot of buildings that are like domes. And you can hear it in the audio work. Now, in the comic, we hope to spread this out a little bit and to flesh, flesh out the life of the city I mean, I would like to see large towers where corporations run their businesses and where the government is integrated with the workings of the city. But then on the outskirts, you see favelas, you know, you, you don't just see your normal suburbs. There's a, a very stark divide between the haves and the have nots. And it's it's your typical cyberpunk dystopian future of a sci fi city, but it's surrounded by walls. And there's actually three cities that are surrounded by walls. And the reason being is that they their, their governments are interconnected and they look out for each other, but they survive within the safety of the walls because there are some things out there that are unexplained in the first part of the series. And so I want to explore these cities. I want to explore the characters. And I want to explore what they do. Now, this, this story also comes as something of a Twin Stars plot plot device plot development you have steve and silas as as the main characters but then you have a separate story of dr abaddon kyson another genius the creator of the full dive vr technology that our main heroes are exploring but he owns the corporation he invented these things and he's using this technology to try to maintain and recreate the likeness of his lost daughter, Allison. And so, as he perfects this technology, he seeks to salvage the relationship that he has with his daughter. But then, a glitch very early on in the series causes Allison to become sentient and quite cruel. And she has her own agenda. And things develop between Kyson and Allison through many conversations and interactions and confrontations as she starts to send him into madness. And his descent into madness shows the malevolence and the 
the tenacity and the brilliance and the cruelty that this machine is capable of. And all of these things take place before she's kind of released onto the city, which is where we ended the audio drama. And so, again, this is the first step in a large adventure that's already been documented. You can, you can already, you can hear the audio drama for yourself. You can listen to it on my website and I leave links in my profile where you can access those things. But it's not about the audio drama. It's about the adventure. Um, there are so many things that I left out when I was creating the initial script because I wasn't able to show what I wanted you to see. And now I can do that. So that's the story in a nutshell. That's the vision behind what I'm trying to build here. And I hope that you'll come along for the ride. I hope that this excites you as much as it excites me. So I'll see you guys in the comment section. Thanks for listening.